Welcome to Bloodbath, the true crime podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jamie. <laughs> You're feeling good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, good, because we need to announce some Patreons. <gasps> Our Patreons. We're finally going to start saying their names. So we have Reagan. And then Justin. And then Paige. And then Jasmine. And then Michaela. And Emerald. Yay! Thank you all so much. Like, so much. It's so cool. <laughs> You're like you our biggest fans. <laughs> she said, <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte approves. No, really, but like Michaela and Emerald really are. You, you number ones. Day oneers. Yeah. Okay, so. Cheese. New little, <laughs> little like <laughs> intro so we can get this stuff professional. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> You can find us on Spotify and Instagram at Bloodbath Podcast. TikTok, it's Bloodbath, I-T-S, Bloodbath. Subscribe on Apple and make sure to leave a five-star review. It is the absolute best way to help us out. And check out the nude podcasting platform, Verbal, which we are now ambassadors on. And it's just a really cool fucking way to like find other podcasts. And they have everything. And we're actually uh, ambassadors with Reverie True Crime. I just, I went to go check her on Instagram. She was following us. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> What's up? So, going to start listening to that. Uh, sorry if you guys can hear my dog whining. She's in a new place and she doesn't like it. Can you just, oh, and then there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing we want to touch on is just real quick with our trademark situation. When we say we have, we own Bloodbath, we own Bloodbath in the sense of comedy and entertainment podcasting like what we're doing not like we own the, the word, word bloodbath so anybody and their mom and their dog anybody can like title an episode bloodbath like you we don't own the word bloodbath we just own it in the, the sense of that's our podcast name and we know we're probably not talking to you guys who like know us but there's been some confusion i guess <laughs> so there's your clarification <laughs> And then the last thing, we'll end this on a positive note before we get real sad, is you can now use 10%. Wait, no. You can use... Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm too excited. That's fine. So we've partnered with (laughs) Wicked Clothes. So if you go to Wicked Clothes, you can go to the website. And at the end, when you're... When you're checking they're out. like apply a coupon code, you can type in bloodbath blood <laughs> and get ten percent off your entire order. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> wicked clothes. What's up? They're so cute. If you love true crime, you're gonna love wicked clothes because like, damn, it's wicked. Yeah. This isn't <laughs> sponsored yet. We just have our our discount code so far. So yeah, but this go is use just it. Genuinely, like, I, you guys see me. I'm in my true crime or my serial killer documentaries and chill shirt at all times yeah they have <laughs> bad. really cool stuff especially for all your true crime aficionados it's so great it's nice that's a great word i know right i like that yeah all right so we know how i am with trigger warnings i'm not that big on like trigger warnings on true crime podcasts because bitch you're listening to a true crime podcast like you're, like, you're here that's you know what, what you're, you're getting, getting into but we're getting a trigger warning before this episode great it is it's not good, and I, I don't want to do it, but Junko's name needs to be remembered. Needs to be remembered. We have kidnapping, we have rape, we have torture, we have gang activity, and murder. This is, this is, this is not good where we're going. So, buckle up! <laughs> <laughs> Grab something cozy. Seriously, though. So, Junko Furuto was a 16 or 17-year-old around that age Japanese girl living in Japan. Born January 18th, 1971, which makes her a Capricorn. My moon rising. There you go. 
<laughs> she lived with her parents and her older and younger brother. She was said to be every parent's dream child. Did not want to go out and party. She was very school driven. She had a future going to college. And at the time that she was kidnapped, she was in high school. And also even worked at a part-time uh, plastic molding factory. That's really weird. <laughs> she, she just did what she had to do. And she was saving for an arranged... I don't really know what graduation thing she was arranging for, but she was saving for this arrangement. Okay. This future that she was supposed to have and she was robbed of. Oof. Oof. Big oof. <laughs> she was really liked, really well liked by her classmates, had super high grades, and was like very rarely missed school. Some sources say a student named Mayanu. I'm going to try my best. They're Japanese names, but okay. I'm going to try my best. Uh, Mayanu had a crush on Junko. But she was known to, or he was known, sorry. He was known to be the school bully. And she was oh. like, no. And she also knew that he had ties with the Yakuza. Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. So for this, she supposedly denied him. That's not like a for sure thing, but it's a possibility thing. And you'll see why I'm saying that soon. I mean, why would you fuck around with the Yakuza? Well, don't do that. You especially don't. when you want that future. Yeah. <laughs> but... He's a main character in this oh boy. case. Okay. So from the beginning, as I stated, this is a very heavy case. I, I can't stress that anymore. And I'm going to say everything that I've found on record that did happen to her in the 44 days that she was held captive. Jesus Christ. And we're not going to like it. All right. Buckling up. November 25th, 1988, two boys by the name Mayanu and Minoto, Minato. Is my Mayano and Minato. What should I? Should I should give them a nickname because it's kind of hard to tell the difference, especially I feel like when I say it. What about Eminem? Like the like the candy. Well, we'll we'll do Mayo and Otto. Okay, that, that should work, right? Mio and Otto. There's a two different people, so we have Ano and Otto. We'll try that. <laughs> That's a bit confusing. It's, it's, I it feel is. like Mayo and Otto are okay. good. Mayo and Otto, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I got to get my brain to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> so they were walking around looking for a local woman to rob and rape. Just casual. Casual. Yeah, just walking around, mm -hmm. you know, your casual Friday night. Got to go rape and, and this rob is what this they woman. Would do. I, mm, mm -hmm. mm. We'll get into it. Mm. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> I hate it. Unfortunately. So Mayanu... There I go. Okay, I can say his name. Okay. <laughs> Mayano and Otto, uh, they came across Junko riding her bike home at 8.30 p.m. And Mayano tells Otto to kick her off her bike and then flee the scene. Oh, shit. So he does as he's told. Junko falls to the floor, super confused and scared. And Mayano came running up to her, offering to help her up and to walk her home. Okay, Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. And... Junko's just, like, shaken up and accepts this. Like, okay, I don't know what the fuck just happened, so sure. Little did she know, this was on act to get Junko right where they wanted her. The path Mayanu was taking was leading to a nearby warehouse. When they approached near the building, Mayanu informed Junko about his ties with the Yakuza, even though she already knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My notes, I'm like, yeah, the Yakuza. <laughs> and if you don't know who they are, that is the most, like, 
I feel like that's like one of the most notorious gangs. Uh, yeah, especially it's like in the Japan. mafia yes, for yes. it's Italian, Italian, in, in Italian, in, <laughs> in Italy, it's the mafia in Japan. It's the yakuza. Like you don't, you don't fuck with them. You don't. And oh, it's so so sad. Uh, this group, as I said, they have a history of raping girls and just l- setting them free. This is like they're right. Like how are you? Oh, by the way, they're like seventeen. The boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Around 3 a.m., Mayanu, Mayanu, I'm sorry, but, like, also, fuck you. He's a horrible scum of a, (laughs) like, whatever. Yeah. He took Junko to a nearby park. There they met with all the boys. Minato, Otto, we're calling him Otto. I'm so sorry, guys. Otto, Joe, and Yasushi. And his name has sushi in it. It's probably why he's so mad. Yeah. Because he's another bad guy. Now I want sushi. (laughs) Yeah, sushi? Yeah, sushi. (laughs) They had gone through Junko's backpack and found a notebook with her own with her home address in it. Mm. They told her if she tried to escape that they would send the Yakuza to kill her family. So her parents and her brothers. Oh, my God. They took her to Otto's home, which is also where his parents lived. This is where Junko's 44 days of hell would begin. With, wait, his parents are there? They're also afraid because they know their ties with the Yakuza. Oh, my God. And he's gotten violent with them as well. I know. I hate it. On November 27th, Junko's parents called the police after her disappearance. On November 27th, Junko's parents called the police about her disappearance. So having ties with knowing what's going on, the boys literally have Junko call her own parents and tell them that she ran away and that she was safe with staying with friends. And this ended the police investigation, even though her parents knew better. When Minato's parents were around, Junko had to pretend to be her, his girlfriend. What? His parents dated later. They did They did not question him or intervene because they knew of his ties with the Yakuza. I swear to and God. And he's gotten violent with them as well. Yeah. So they're, they're just, they're scared too. But also, I feel like as a parent, fuck it. <laughs> if you get killed for trying to protect another child, I'd fucking do it. If I was a parent, I would have called her parents been like she's right here i I don't like i know it's big and scary and everything but like literally if it came between like my son bringing home a girl and then seeing that this girl's missing i'm doing everything in my power to fucking get her home it's like the steven stainer like he the other the guy stole another kid and he was like no this isn't happening to you i'll take the repercussions of getting you to safety and takes him to the police and then they ended up getting saved but just it's it's conflicting i get it but and the yakuza are everywhere they have spies everywhere so i mean if if his parents were to go walk to her house and be like we have your daughter or whatever they would have followed her and or his parents and and killed them parents could have been yeah it's it's a mess it's messy but it's it's one of those cases of it's kind of hard to be like super mad at the parents it's it's like i'm frustrated and disappointed but but like I can't also be like infuriated with them and you can't say like oh i would have done this i would have we don't know exactly we don't have the yakuza here yeah with like this Luckily. situation i don't really know exactly what i would have done but like in my day-to-day life i would have been like fuck are you going to jail okay if you're my son <laughs> on site <laughs> on site <laughs> so we're gonna get straight into the 44 days it's okay a, it's a pretty small case because it's, it's, it, here we it's go. It's cut and dry. Yeah. It, it is. The following is what Junko endured. I, <laughs> trigger warnings are so, like, 
overdone for true crime podcast, but I cannot stress this enough. So much rape is about to happen. You have no idea. <laughs> this always brings me back to like one of the first episodes when you're like, rape is a coming. It's a, it's a coming. That's oh my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> we said that for so long. <laughs> not good. Okay. We got to find the happiness where we can because we're not about to be happy after this. And hopefully my edible kicks in after this. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> Day one through 10. Kidnapped, kept captive in house and posed as one of the boys' girlfriends. Raped over 400 times in total by the end of this. Oh, my God. Forced to call her parents to tell them she had run away, starved and malnourished, fed cockroaches to eat and urine oh. to drink, oh. forced to masturbate in front of them, forced to strip in front of others, burned with cigarette lighters, foreign objects inserted into her vagina and anus. Day 11 through 19. Severely beat up countless times, face held against concrete ground and jumped on, hands tied to ceiling and body used as a punching bag, nose filled with so much blood that she could only breathe through her mouth. Dumbbells dropped onto her stomach. What? Vomited when drink when she tried to drink water because her stomach couldn't accept it. Tried to escape and punished by cigarette burning on arms. Flammable liquid poured on her legs and feet and then lit on fire. Bottle inserted into her anus causing injury. Just remember if you are listening to this, like, yeah, this really sucks to hear, but she fucking endured this and we're going to. Like, Junko is going to live in my fucking heart forever. She will never leave it. Day 20 through 29, unable to walk properly due to severe leg burns, beat with bamboo sticks, fireworks inserted into her anus and lit. What the fuck? Hands smashed by weights and fingernails cracked, beaten with golf clubs, cigarettes inserted into into her vagina, beaten with iron rods repeatedly. During the winter, it was during the winter time that she was taken and she was forced to sleep on the balcony with no clothes on skewers of grilled chicken inserted inserted into her vagina and anus causing bleeding i'm sorry i just oh it's a lot oh my god it was around this time that juko nearly escaped she was able to get to a phone but before she could call one of the boys one of the boys caught her they punished her by taunting her with the candle flame and finally dousing her legs in liquid and lighter fluid and set her on fire she went into convulsions and the boys later say that they thought she was faking the seizure, so they set her on fire again. What the fuck? She's still alive. Day 30 through 39, hot wax was dripped onto her face, eyelids burned by cigarette lighter, stabbed with sewing needles in chest area, left nipple cut and destroyed with pliers. It was completely ripped off. Mm. Hot light bulb inserted into her vagina, heavy bleeding with vagina due to scissors insertion, Unable to urinate properly. Day 40, she was begging for them to kill her. Day 44, the boys were playing a game of mahjong and they had lost. Because of this, the four beat her mutilated body with an iron barbell. Profusely bleeding from her mouth and nose, they put a candle's flame to her face and eyes. Then lighter fluid was poured onto her legs, arms, face, and stomach and then lit on fire. This final torture lasted for, for about two hours until she finally died. Mm-hmm. No. I told you. No, I don't like this. Jungu was kept naked almost the entire time for added humiliation. I need to take a break. Hold on. All right. Jungo was kept naked the entire time for added humiliation, like I said. It is believed that more than 100 men raped this poor girl. And in the 44 days of captivity, she was raped more than 500 times. 
During her attack at some point, the smell that she had coming from her body was, quote, so bad that the original boys that had her weren't sexually aroused by her anymore. So for this, they ended up kidnapping another 19-year-old girl, gang-raped her, and then set her free. Once Junko had passed on, the boy stuffed her body into a 55-gallon drum and filled it with concrete, disposing her in Kodo, Tokyo. Kyoto. Kyoto. Yeah. Now, one of the boys that joined in over the 44 days, Junko, was held, had a moment of being a real fucking human. And he started confiding into his brother about what was happening at Mayano's house. The brother then told his parents, and his parents finally told the police. The police went to Mayona's home to question them. His parents answered and said no girl was there, but that they could come in and look if they wanted to. They declined the invite to go look, stating that the parents were open about them letting them come in, so they believed that there was no girl there. If they were to have gone in, she may have been able to have been saved because she was still alive at this moment. But would she want to be alive? Would, I right? Mean, I know. So... How, how do we catch this fucking group of people, right? Well, that 19-year-old that they raped after not being sexually aroused because of what they put Junko through went to the police. Good. Which is so brave of her because you know they told her too that they have ties with the Yakuza. Like, they weren't just... They, they use that to their power. January 23rd, 1989, Mayonu and Joe were arrested for the rape of the 19-year-old girl. They were interrogated and their homes were searched. They found multiple pairs of women's underwear at all of the homes that they searched. So get this. One of the officers was questioning Mayano about a murder. Okay. Mayano was sure the officer must have known about Junko from one of the other boys being held. So he immediately began confessing about Junko's murder. (laughs) The police were confused, though. Because they were questioning about a murder of a woman and her seven-year-old son that had recently happened. Awkward. That had, like, nine days earlier that that happened. And he was like, oh, shit. But he confessed, and he also told them where to find the drum, the 55 drum that she was in. And that woman's case is sadly not resolved. Mm -hmm. It is not a happy ending for that one. I try to find out like a case in a case. Let's go. Let's get Mm -hmm. these people caught too. (laughs) Sadly, no. So Mayanu confessed about what happened to Junko and where her body was. On April 1st, 1989, Joe was not only arrested for another sexual assault, but also for the murder of Junko. Several other boys and men were also arrested after DNA on Junko's body proved that they were there as well. They found their DNA all over her and inside of her. And they were able to get a pretty good handful of people. Which is surprising since they buried her in concrete that yeah. they were able to get that much. Well, you think about it, it's kind of like a fossil. Yeah, it, it is. It just keeps it all, it keeps it all there. But Encapsulated, also, yeah. I say men and boys because some of these boys were like 15. Up to like older supposed men you're not a fucking man if you do this being in a gang isn't cool stop just stop (laughs) it's not whether it doesn't matter what country you're in stop it stop being in a gang you know what's cool being prince fucking charming that's what's cool (laughs) (laughs) the identity of the boys were sealed by the court as they were all juveniles at the time of the crime they knew what they were doing however journalists discovered their identities and published them stating given the severity of the crime the accused did not deserve to have their right to anonymity upheld nice 
right? Yeah. Like, go journalisms. <laughs> I fucking, you, mm-mm. You know what you were doing. You lost that you right. You exactly what you were doing. You, All four boys pled guilty to committing bodily injury that resulted in death. Mm-hmm. That's it. Rather than murder. That's it. That's it. Mayanu, who was 18 at the time of the murder, was sentenced to 17 years in prison. That's it? There's more. <laughs> yeah, your ears heard that, right? We're not playing tricks on you. One seven. Not seven zero. One seven. Seventeen years. He appealed this. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. And for doing that, they were like, okay, we'll give you another three. So he got 20 years. That's it? <laughs> That's it. But it's just funny because each person appeals it and then they get more time. And the thing that I'm learning about the Japan's... <laughs> legal systems like don't fucking appeal it's literally like you say one more word you're gonna be grounded another week oh look you're there grounded you another go. week grounded another week yeah <laughs> so go ahead keep appealing they Just look at the case again they're like you know what that that actually made me more sick than i thought another year no no, no another, <laughs> another three <laughs> another one they just have dj Khaled in the back like another one another one another one i fucking hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a total of 20 years the 20 year sentence in the second is the second highest sentence given to Japan before life imprisonment. Okay, but he should have gotten life. Oh, yeah. 2004, Mayanu was denied parole. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not stated when, but ultimately he did get out, but was arrested in 2013 for fraud. But due to insufficient evidence, a.k.a. ties of the Yakuza, I'm suspecting, he was released without charges and is now a free man. No, no. Yeah, he is. Mayanu... Otto mm-hmm. was 16 at the time of the murder, was originally sentenced to four to six years. No. Nope. Mm-hmm, but appealed. So then was sentenced to five to nine years. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking. No, Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Junko's parents were pissed about the sentencing, rightfully so, and so are we now, and filed a civil suit against the parents of Monado, where Junko was being held captive, and they won. When Otto Good. was released from prison and living with his mom, not working, and in 2018, he was arrested for the attempted murder of a 32, 32-year-old man that he beat with a metal rod and slashed his throat with a knife. This, okay, he's he got survived. problems. Good that he survived because this kid needs to go away. And from what I know, he's he's in prison now. I'm hoping that's 2018. Like, I'm, I'm hoping. Like, sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I, by 2018, I'll have to fact check this, that... I'm pretty sure life imprisonment was a thing now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's fucking put away. Yasushi, who was 17 years old at the time of the murder, was sentenced to three to four years. He appealed and was sentenced to five to seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep talking. Keep talking, please. <laughs> Joe, who was 17 at the time of the murder, was served eight years in juvenile detention, which I don't know what the fucking difference was. Because, get this, he was released in 2004. Joe is said to have been known to talk about the events that happened to Junko in a mesmerizing, proud way. Ew. In July 2004, he was again arrested for assaulting a man that he believed his girlfriend had been cheating on him with. I don't feel like this girl was probably his girlfriend willingly. And I I just... Don't be a Barbie and Ken killer situation. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to actually be want to be with this guy? Mm-mm. He tracked this man down, beat him, and shoved him into his truck. Joe drove to his mother's bar where he allegedly beat this man for four hours. He drove to his own mom's bar. It gets worse. During that time, he repeatedly threatened to kill the man, telling him that 
He could kill him at any time he wants. That he knows how to dispose of a body. He can get away with this. Nothing will happen. You didn't get away last time. And he didn't get away this time either. He was sentenced to seven years <laughs> in prison for this. Seven? And is now free. Seven. And is now free. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. 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 And is now free. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. His mother? Mm-hmm. Fuck this cunt. Mm-hmm. I, ooh. Don't make me get my deep voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She vandalizes Junko's grave. Get Stating no. that she ruined her son's life. Mm-hmm. I have no words. Mm-hmm. She needs to be on the FBI watch list. You psycho bitch. No. Mm-hmm. The denial that people have for their children, the blindness... No wonder you're, they no, grew up like your that. Your kids aren't perfect. They're not. No, no one. No. You're not perfect. Mm-mm. I'm not perfect. Mm-mm. Nobody's fucking perfect. Oh, no. Not my little angel. Where? Literally. Oh, my God. My ex. His mom was like, oh, yeah. you're the reason he's bad. I'm like, he's the one who introduced me to all this bad <laughs> shit. What are you talking about? My grandma about? thinking I'm the bad yeah. influence. But it's Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, excuse me? Yeah, I know. Also, to just make it even worse... Joe took all of his father's savings when he was out and was buying luxurious items and just blowing the cash away. It was estimated to be around $500,000. And that money was supposed to go to Junko's family for restitution. Mm, They knew exactly what they were doing. Adding insult to injury. Yep. Oh, you got a wound? Let me pour some lemon juice and salt on it because I'm a dick. There's there's a special fucking place in hell for him and I don't even believe in hell. I'll make one for him. I mm, mm. so Angry. we're gonna we're gonna end up end off on Junko and her family because this is what we're actually here for. We know that Junko's funerals, uh, Junko's, wow, <laughs> sorry, Junko Ferudo's funeral, <laughs> sorry, was held on April second, nineteen eighty nine. One of her friends' memorial statement said, Junchan welcome back i have never imagined that we would see you again in this way you must have been in so much pain so much suffering the hapi which is a traditional tube sleeve japanese coat usually worn only during festivals we all made for school for the school festival looked really good on you we will never forget you i have heard that the principal has presented you with a graduation certificate so we graduate together all of us Junchan, there is no more pain, no more suffering. Please rest in peace. We're both like holding back tears. Don't look at me. I don't look at me. Oh my god. At her graduation, Junko's school principal presented her a high school diploma, which was given to her parents. And the location near where Junko's body was discovered, and with when she was placed in the drum, has been developed since and is now Wakasu park junko is remembered by many and now she lives in our hearts as well forever and that Thanks. is the story i hate it i warned you oh my god yeah well um first of all <laughs> fuck joe's mom yeah uh you don't get to vandalize the grave of someone your son dehumanized Mm -hmm. you don't get to do that no you don't you don't (laughs) know no (laughs) no just no just no (laughs) and the amount of time that these boys serve not enough 
no there's not enough reformation no that's one of the biggest things about the case that like has people so fucking angry and you know what hold on i'm gonna look up the the laws real quick all right i'm doing my job here so from what i'm gathering from this is japan has a life sentence now however you have to do 10 years and then you can go up for parole so pretty much they don't have a life sentence. That's very much like Utah's life sentence where they're like, we'll give you 25 years. Mm-hmm. And that was considered like a life sentence. That's not. Do you know what life means? Like right. you took a life. You don't you, see that person ever again. Go ever. the fuck away. <laughs> and then after 10 years, you were up for parole. And no. then they would extend it towards like 70. But like you had to get sentenced to 25. It's really dumb. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to cry today. So I told thanks. You. Jesus. That was insane. Um I can't I can't even fathom that that what happened to her. Mm-mm. You're not one for torture. You don't like torture films. That's why like I don't know if you saw the, yeah. the stories, but I was on the balcony just like fuck. It's just that's awful. I yeah. mean imagine being, you know, 17 riding your bike home. You, literally you and i and hermosa we did that you know from torrance <laughs> and and then it just all goes sour i mean I literally do you just you fall off your bike and then you're in another place mm-hmm. basically and the icing on top having one of their mothers be that much of a cunt right and then and then just you just get your life ripped out from in front of you and you become tortured and it's just i mean who who does who can endure that? And I mean, like she, you said, she was begging to die at the end. And yeah. that's just the, the heartbreaking moment. And she tried to live. She tried to escape. And it's not like it was a long period of time. It wasn't like years and years of this. It was 44 days. A month and a half. She was 17. Mm-hmm. And she died when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And she, oh, it, she died close to New Year's. She went through New Year's just alone in a room, naked probably on the balcony naked this is one of those cases i don't know about like if you have a case like this or not because you haven't listened to true crime as long as i have but you need i know you don't know the toy box killer case yet until i tell you it fuck that case but that was the case that brought me back to reality that brought me like of course i've always known that murder and like listening to these true crime cases listening to morbid and that's why we drink cult leader you know we you get a little numb at a certain point oh sure yeah it's exposure i mean you're just you're you become like oh yeah this is another story another story and that's why those stories that are close to us like like rebecca my Mm -hmm. mom's friend like that was like whoa that's close to home that happened but we need to be vigilant about every case we listen to that this is an actual human being who endured these things because of monsters to put in perspective, when I had that realization, too, that's Morbid's episode, like, 20 and 21. Like, super. So early. That was way so long ago that I've had this realization. So don't think I'm coming into this thinking, like, oh, well, here's another case. Like, we hold every case that we come across and do one bloodbath just as close to our heart as we're going to hold Junko now. Yeah. It's, this is, it's heavy. It, this, like, I always talk about Jyoti. Yeah. The one I kept, like, mm-hmm. there's no way that she, I'm never not going to think about her. No. And the things that she didn't, she endured, and now Junko added right to the list. There. It's just, it's so sad. I kind of want to make like a, like a shrine almost. I know, right? Like all of our victims, mm-hmm. just like in a sense of, we really like, like respect. Like we, yeah, you, like we just hold you in our hearts. It's it's hard to explain. Like 
true crime podcasts fucking suck. <laughs> but we're here to remember these victims and see what humans can endure. Yeah. And like I always say, the res- my favorite word, resilience. Yeah. The resilience of human beings my is favorite cases. <laughs> astronomical. Like the fact that we can, like she endured 44 days of this before her body gave up. Yeah. I feel the same way about Anne Frank. You know, mm-hmm. the shit that she went through and like, God, she was two weeks, two weeks away from freedom. Yeah. That just breaks my fucking heart. But the fact that she lasted as long as she did at her age, mm-hmm. just insane. Endurance. It is resilience. <laughs> anyway, let's, you know, not do a creepy fact. Yeah. Let's, let's jump into fact. something fun or funny. Um, I found this page on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> as a pilot. It's called Wait. Sky Daddy's <gasps> Sector. Wait, am I going to join it? It's for uh, air traffic controllers and pilots, but it's, I mean, go ahead, go join it. I can still join it. They have ATC memes. It's funny. And the the title meme is me. Hi, Sky Daddy. (laughs) And then ATC says, I really wish you would stop asking for flight following like that. And I, when I first read that, I died. I died laughing. I literally did. Just like, (laughs) because I I ask for flight following all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, this is my plane. I'm going this way, (laughs) VFR. Can I get flight following? And they're like. Yeah, you can give blah, 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 blah. like they're always right, so like. Mumbling, but yeah, I fast. imagine just being like, "Hey, hey Sky, Sky Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> this is my plane. Can I get flight following down to Corvallis?" Okay, can you please just try it once and see how they react? <laughs> I think they would revoke is, my license. Is there a way to like know who you're talking to? No. Oh damn it! No, no, that's just a person. Fine, don't do it until like you're way older, like way older. You have to do it at some point. I feel like if I'm. Like at my job, I won't. But if I'm like flying yeah. just on my own, and I get <laughs> when you to, take me up <laughs> to know the controllers, or if I like go into a control center yeah. and I like learn their names or whatever, yeah. like hey Kyle, what's <laughs> <laughs> up, Stacy? You Kyle? What up, Sky Daddy? And they're just like, hey Jamie. I'm like, what's up, Sky Daddy? And they're like, please don't call me that. <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it could happen one day when I'm more. I don't know. It, it, more into being a pilot like it's been about a year right two years list? bud two years, two oh, years. How long? <laughs> boom 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 she a commercial pilot almost all right so good good gotta go good uh i'm taking my check ride like this week so yes major major stress but also good also very good yeah uh do you have I one my mine's just gonna be wicked clothes because that's wicked fucking awesome that's wicked awesome brah <laughs> like like we said, this isn't actually sponsored yet. We just have our discount code and we're, and I just fucking, I just love them. So. I've never had a discount code, so here you go. <laughs> they also followed us, which is like, stop it, <laughs> but don't. Like fangirling. Hey. <laughs> Only a lot. <laughs> Only a so lot. Code bloodbath for 10% off your order. 10% off. Wicked mm-hmm. clothes. It's awesome. Go check it out. And thank you so much for listening. I know it was a rough one. Yeah, and thanks maybe, to our patrons and everything else. Maybe we'll do like a, a dumb ways people got caught next week. I don't know. That maybe was really we'll... fun when we did that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do something lighthearted. We'll see. You'll see, because... You'll hear. But wait. There's more. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye, bye. <laughs> You'll hear. <laughs>